Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fan of all ages, wherever and whenever you may be tuning into this. I'm your host, Matt McLaughlin, and joined alongside very special guest, one of those most swole reporters that you've ever seen on the gram. He is getting that chest and traps looking thick. He's also reporting on front office sports, a lot of business transactions, which we're going to get into. So one, the only, AJ Press. AJ, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So let's just jump right into it. Thank you for joining the show, and I know you don't have much time. A lot of sales, a lot of things going on in the NFL already. Denver Broncos, Rob Walton's group acquires it. How did this all come together, and what are the next steps for Rob Walton and his group to finalize the sale? Yeah, he'd been the front runner for quite some time, uh, for several weeks, and he was one of the four, uh, four um, I guess, or, uh, four um, groups to submit the final bids by Monday's deadline. Um, and it was in that, about 30 hours later we had uh, him winning it. Um, it was uh, 4.65 billion, which is just a little more than twice, uh, the Panthers went for four years ago. Um, so it's, you know, it was, he was, either there could have, it could have gone up to 5 billion, but I think everybody kind of realized that Walton was ready to, you know, pony up the money, no matter where it went. I'm not sure if it went beyond five and a half, it probably would have maybe dissuaded him, but he has a, you know, he has a clear path, you know, he has to put down about $1.4 billion in cash. Um, that's for the NFL, you know, 30% has to go, it has to be put down in cash. Um, and then the rest can be financed or made up for by the other co-owners. Um, uh, but he's worth, you know, 50, $60 billion. That's not going to be an issue. The next step now is the finance committee. Once they get a, once that gets moved through there, the next few weeks, it goes to the full ownership for a vote. And we expect to have that done by, uh, for sometime by July. Uh, usually it's going to be July, maybe, maybe August, but I'm thinking by July we'll have a special meeting called uh, among the NFL owners and I it's everybody expects them to get, you know, if that unanimous easily uh, three fourths as required. And when, when did the bowl and trust fund finally decide that this was the time to pull the trigger there? There were multiple instances where they were denying any potential sale. What was the, mm-hmm. was there a specific day or moment where they decided, you know what, it's time. Uh, late last year, it kind of was heading that direction. And there was one court case that had to be cleared up. That was from, a uh, co-owner um, of the team who had passed away before, before uh, Pat Boland did actually. So there was a little dispute whether that whether you know that um, that co-owner had a say or, or his estate had a say in it. Once the judge ruled in late December that that uh, that it could move forward, the team in January hired um, Allen and Company to handle the sale. They've handled the sale of several teams uh, among you know including the Mets uh, recently. Um, and uh, so that's so once that went. Once it got there and then the first bids came in, we had, uh, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of people, you know, we, I was reporting on this, or Robert F. Smith kicked the tires a little bit, billionaire hedge fund manager, um, and there's been others. And there were a lot, also, there's a lot of, you know, they, there's a lot of billionaires who didn't get into this, who we expected to. And so that goes into like, what's the next team that were they, were they just waiting on, waiting on the Broncos? Maybe they didn't want them necessarily, but maybe waiting for the next team to come on the market. So what, yeah. So um, with ownership of sales, it's like, or ownership of teams, it's like kind of weird because you don't really see it that often. And mm-hmm. especially now with what's going on in Washington with Dan Snyder and that whole, you know, kind of I, circus, it's just a circus. Now that he's, he and Roger Goodell are scheduled to appear, appear in Congress. What is there a potential chance that the NFL just spins him around and kicks him to the curb out of the NFL? Uh, well, first of all, we'll see if they actually show up for that January 22nd hearing. Yeah. They have not, they, they have not just declined, you know, it was an invite. It could become a subpoena. Um, time's running out. Um, this committee does so much. It's saw today with the, 
with uh with the mass shooting um and uh you know trying to get more you know more strict gun laws in place uh so yeah there's uh you know i think there's we're not there yet uh jared bell reported about three weeks ago usa today my former colleague that there there were some owners counting votes there's not enough right now because you just like walton getting approved to throw snyder out you have to have three fourths and we're not there yet a lot of it is because the investigations aren't done the congress investigation isn't done um, there's the one that the league has going since January, Mary Jo White, um, is looking into both Snyder's, uh, both the, the, the allegation against Snyder that was made in Congress in front of this committee a couple months back, and also looking into the financial irregularities that I reported on, um, back in April. Um, so there's a lot going on there. And also there's the, the attorneys general and, and at least DC and also Virginia have their own investigations going. So I think a lot of just waiting and seeing how those play out. I mean, and we kind of see that with Deshaun. We know all the allegations with Deshaun. The new ones dropped yesterday by the New York Times. It doesn't look good, you know. I think, uh, it, but they still have their investigation going. The NFL's investigation is still ongoing. That's why we don't know. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Whether it'll be suspended several games a year, you know, a, a ban, a lifetime ban for twelve months for being reinstatement, where you can apply for reinstatement. We don't know, or it could be nothing. It's just like it, until that investigation is done, and those usually. Going by other investigations, I, I'd expect to be done by August, might be before the start of the preseason, but you know, or July, August, but we don't know. And the Deshaun Watson situation is fascinating because it's also holding up Baker Mayfield's future. If Deshaun Watson does get a multi-game suspension, possibly even a whole season or more, you mentioned a lifetime ban, can the Browns just tear up that contract that they gave that $230 million? No, I mean they they uh there's that's going to be a hard out and i don't know the particulars of his contract the player contracts there they knew what they were getting into i don't obviously there was one more accuser that came forward we have more media reports out there his attorney rusty harden who i've known for many many years kind of went on the radio radio last last friday and talked about happy endings being all right and he really that was not good even though he was not talking about this you know particular incident with his client it did not <laughs> it look not good, good look it, for it rusty. Not, no it wasn't and he had he, he had a sent a a press release out to us a couple hours after that radio hit so it's not going in the right direction for for him and it's yeah it's it's also it's like you know the what, what about for the draft picks i mean they gave up so much to get him um and there's really clawing that back it's going to be tough for that and whether they're outs in the contract for the for the for the uh you know for the browns uh will you know it, it, it all depends what happens with the nfl and it's uh if the discipline's meted out and what kind and how, you know, and if there are going to be any outs for either the, the Browns uh, not paying him or getting those clawing back those, uh, those draft picks. It doesn't look good for him though. And it's, it's weird because all these new allegations have come at a time when the NFL said that it's concluded its investigation. Have you found any merits that the NFL did has concluded in its investigation or is this other stuff going to tack on to what they've already found? Yeah, they was concluded in one part because like there was a grand jury, you know, the criminal parts, as far as we know, is done. They, they had those two grand juries earlier this year that came back with no bills, uh, which means they are not going to prosecute uh, um, uh, uh, Watson for those alleged incidents. But now we are up to 24 and there was other, you know, Jenny, at the, Jenny talked to uh, others who haven't come forward yet and they all have the same kind of stories. Um, there's just so much of a pattern there. I think mean, it was 66 total, I think that, you know, over over a 17 month span that he went to and not everybody uh, alleged anything improper, but that's a lot. And that, and I wrote about this like last April, uh, just like the decision-making um, of, you know, of, but that didn't dissuade the teams from going after him. The Browns weren't the only team to, to, to look at him. So it's like, you know, he's a talent and how, you know, this, unfortunately, you know, that can trump a lot of other things.
and I think from my uh, fans' perspective, it felt like when they the whole that huge contract was announced, two hundred thirty guaranteed. To me, it felt like okay, there must be some type of out because I don't think that the Browns would have given that contract if they didn't have some type of legal implication and contract talk. Obviously, that's for lawyers. But with with the Baker Mayfield side of things, have you heard anything about any teams necessarily trying to get a new contract and maybe a sign and trade situation or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not I have not I don't do day to day trades uh, and transaction stuff. But I think maybe it's, it's them not trading them, not finding finding what they want in a trading partners could work out. I mean, if Deshaun is suspended, you know what? It's not going to be a great look. And I don't think maybe Baker, Baker wants to go back, but, you know, he's still under contract. You know, what do they restructure his deal? Give him more money to stay around? I mean, there's so many things out there that are unknown because we don't know whether he's going to be playing this year as far as Watson goes. Exactly. And when you're covering all these massive stories, is part of you just like, this is really my life. Like I was a kid from San Jose State University and now I'm covering like these massive NFL uh, ordeals going on. Like, what is that? What is that like for you personally? Yeah, I want to be a hockey writer. And then he realized, and I, and I, and I have been, and I cover 12, 12 Stanley Cup finals, but then he realized like NFL is so huge. And it's kind of, when you get kind of moved, start covering the NFL, it's like, wow, people are paying attention and um, developing sources and um, covering this stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, getting talked to NFL owners once in a while um, for, for my stories and the insiders. And I'm not Adam Schefter. I'm not, you know, trying to be going, breaking those little, like, I'm not saying little. Not the transactional scoops, which he's great at. I'm not going to eat, and he's well compensated for it, as we've written about. Um, but it's that's not. It was kind of more of into. I call it quick enterprise reporting, where it's like you know, it takes some digging, not spending months on one story, but it's kind of uh, kind of have a good mix going between the short stories and helping with the newsletter, like I did today with the Broncos, and uh, doing the longer form stories. We have one coming out on Saturday that Mike McCarthy, my co co-writer and also a senior reporter at front office sports uh we have a big kind of looking into the uh broadcast landscape it's kind of changed with uh, the tom brady um future coming to uh fox sports and a lot and obviously we have we have, we have, we have aikman aikman and buck switching switching to espn and we have so it's been a lot of movement and it kind of it goes back to john madden 94 to, to romo to where we are now and it's not showing any signs of of dying down especially with amazon coming on board and have you seen it like in your experience reporting, have you seen any like this level of like broadcaster movement? It feels like this is the first time I've ever experienced in my lifetime. Is Have you ever seen anything similar to this? Only 94. Uh, and I was still in high school, so I'm old. Uh, but <laughs> when, when when CBS lost the contract, that made Pat Summerall, that made that and uh, John Madden free agents and many other people free agents. So they had a short time and there was a bidding war and Manning got $8 million, which was more than any current player by far who was playing in the league back in 94 when, when, when Fox started uh, broadcasting the games with the NFC package um, and CBS eventually had to bid a lot more to get it back many years later, but that set CBS back. Um, and I think that's why, you know, it is a big deal for these networks and it doesn't mean not wow, Brady's getting $375 million over 10 years or whatever it's going to be. Um, that may seem like a lot and it is a lot, but these, you know, you're selling the most, uh, uh, the most respect, no, I say, no, I'd say, yeah, the most respected sports brand for sure, but also yeah. the biggest. And you need to put on a, 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 a major, like a huge product. You have to have the big game feel. And one way to do that is to signing guys like Brady Romo and, uh, and those type of former players to go alongside the big game play by play guys. Exactly. And I think Amazon Prime really made the biggest splash this year, getting Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, 
you know, there, there are rumors of Pat McAfee coming along. Have you heard anything about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Mike McCarthy's story. Yeah, Pat. And Pat kind of mentioned it on, on, on air last week where he's like, well, he's not the only ones talking to me, basically. So uh, we don't know if that, what if, you know, you can't read too much into Pat sometimes. But um, we kind of have like a love-hate, mostly love. It's just they, he gives us stuff, what, crap once in a while. But yeah, but, but Mike, he basically verified Mike's reporting that, that, that there, there have been talks. Yeah, they're, so they'd be gearing up, and especially you know if if Apple or Amazon buy P, uh, a chunk of the NFL media, which is uh, the um, so that's Red Zone, that's NFL.com, NFL yeah. Films. You know, there that's if if Amazon or Apple buy that, that's going to even be more talent needed to fill that out. Not a ton more because obviously NFL Network has their own talent, but they may be growing into more more of a streaming uh, streaming focus shows as well. Yeah, what is with Apple? Like Apple felt like they were in the running for that Thursday night, uh, those Thursday night broadcast rights. Are they just kind of like stalking from the weeds kind of deal with more so the website and maybe Red Zone? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there's going to be. Um, I have you watched the MLB the games on 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 Apple? No, 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 no. Okay, baseball, yeah, baseball, got, and baseball is the major league of stooges in my opinion now. I yeah, they they didn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, they, I I'm a Dodger fan. Watched one of the Dodger broadcasts, and I was not too impressed. So, um, but so the so Apple is kind of you're right, filling their way around. And I think wh- when you if, if if you acquire NFL media, you have a built-in studio right there at SoFi Stadium. You have all that talent that's already been there. You have breaking news reporters like yeah, you know, Ian and all these others. Um, and you know you're you're gonna you're gonna have you know basically a built-in ready to go operation if they go that route. Um, same with Amazon. Amazon's building their studio out down there in Culver City as well. Um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what the next step is. Obviously, um, the uh, the Sunday tickets like the only real major package left. I know the NFL is uh, Yahoo has had the games the last few years for in market streaming on. Um, so that's kind of NFL is going to create their own product. Um, that's but that they, they'll they'll ditch that if somebody else wants to come and and uh, and take that over because they'll, they'll they'll make more money than doing their own product. Yeah, is the limited availability of dry, of uh, Sunday ticket really the biggest driving force of why people aren't buying it? Because it felt like I f- I thought people would snatch that up, but it feels like the companies are kind of staying away from it. It's not a moneymaker uh, by itself. It is. It does drive promotions, and Directv built a huge audience, especially before streaming, with having that exclusive. You know those games. Now it it got diluted a little bit when you add you know more Thursday night football games that weren't a part of. You know, when DirecTV had initially had, this is going back 20 years, had uh, the Sunday ticket by themselves, you know, they saw it by themselves for one more, one more year. But they, they did, there were, there were as many options. There weren't Thursday games as much. They didn't, you know, didn't have three games on Thanksgiving. They didn't have, so you're, they, the inventory isn't what it was, but it's still pr- pretty, pretty crucial because if you're a fan, um, you know, I'm not, I, I was a Rams fan. I kind of stopped once they moved to, you know, St. Louis. Uh, I didn't stop following them. I'm still a big NFL fan. So I'm just, for me, it's not for me. That's not for me. I'm, I'm MLB TV. I have for the Dodgers, even though most of the games are on national TV anyway. But um, so that's so it's kind of uh, you're just uh, you know you're you're paying for uh, inventory of games, that, but it's not it's not going to make you a ton of money. But it will drive subscriptions. And if if and if for Apple TV or Amazon, Amazon Prime or Apple TV Plus, you know that that's that's what they're thinking. And to kind of stray away from the actual streaming, the actual NFL itself, does the salary cap matter anymore? I feel like the teams can just sign people and then just kick the contract down like Bobby Bonilla with the with the Mets and just go 20 years down the line. Does it matter? Yeah, 
I could see them. I could see the NFL changing uh, the contract structure because they. You're right. They look at Deshaun. I mean, the, the base salary for 2022 is so small. You push it all back in future, but but that will actually screw your cap up for two years. You're a, everybody's counting on the salary cap going up, and it usually does. The only time it hasn't over the last couple of decades is when COVID hit and all the money from ticket sales, you know, disappeared from from like the large majority of the teams. I know some teams had about ten or I think it was at least ten didn't have any fans. Some with reduced, um, so that so that set the calorie the the salary cap back some, but they're going to be it's already back to where it probably would have been anyway at this point. This the, the NFL just rebounded so well, um, but so that so you know you're counting on that too. So if if something else happens and the cap stays stagnant, that would cause more issues. But a lot of these teams are just betting on the cap going up year after year. Yeah, because the Rams, you mentioned the Rams, they signed Allen Robinson, and there's still rumors that they're going to bring back o- Odell, and I'm like okay, we're just, we're just doing what the Dodgers did and just like load up our entire offense with every single guy that we can sign. And then the Aaron Donald contract just got signed this week where he gets three years, 95 million. How is, how is this possible? Like, how is this possible? And the chiefs did it with Patrick Mahomes and 10 year, $500 million contract. Like how are team are teams just saying like, Oh, we'll move this base salary from here to, to 10 years down the road. Is that pretty much how it's working? Oh, for the Rams, they don't have to worry about signing any 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 rookie contracts, so any, any high end rookie contracts for a while to give it all the draft their 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 draft picks away. Yeah, there, there's there's picks. always way. Yeah, there there's always a way to structure things, but it's still you 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 still have to feel the team, and there's gonna be some players making you know league minimum. You know, and the Rams will probably have more more players close to that just because of those big signings. Um, and uh, and wait, then there's but they're a, they're also a destination. They're you know free agents will come to teams like the Rams um for less not a lot less but less um where teams like commanders where i'm here outside dc where you know you have to i wouldn't say overpay but you pretty much have to you have to pay top dollar because the team hasn't been successful you got all this issues with the ownership and stuff uh with the uh over 23 years of dan snyder being the owner has a lot of and and the team not doing much big three playoff appearances in those 23 years maybe four so that's so you you there's 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 teams that are much worse off um, when it, when it, when it comes, cause they have to, you know, fight these, you know, fight these players, especially veteran players who want to win the ring. Exactly. And with Washington, they still have to sign at some point, they're going to have to sign chase young if they want to keep him. If Dan Snyder, somehow, some way NFL owners get the amount of votes to kick him out of the league. Does the, is it similar to what the NBA did with the Clippers when the whole Donald Sterling ha- incident happened where the league actually takes over and then they sell the team? Like, how does that all work? If an owner does I get th- booted out. It's never happened before, so it's kind of it'll be interesting to see if it does follow this the uh, the Sterling route. Most likely, the votes if the votes are there, they're going to go to Dan privately and say, "Hey, you got to sell, sell now," because he'll he'll you'll you'll get probably get more money if it's not leaked that that it's uh, that he has to sell. If you have to sell, you know, there like what happened in Carolina with Jerry Richardson. You know, he he got you got you know he got so much more than he than what he paid as a as the franchise uh the the uh the expansion franchise fee back yep. in the 90s but you know you know could he have gotten more if he wasn't uh you know in that kind of trouble um probably um but he chose you know and and the, the funny thing in reporting alan snyder is like richardson wouldn't have been forced out it, that's the whole thing and then despite all of the, you know, the the you know the racist language and allegations of harassment there there is you know you have to have there there may not have been enough to force him out um and you know that's kind of sad state of 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 things when you have that many allegations against you when the other owners 
you know, it's not that it's 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 not that Snyder or even Richardson had like no no know where the bodies are buried. It's not that. It's just they don't want to set a precedent and take an owner out like the like the NBA did and even Major League Baseball with uh, Frank McCourt. And uh, the, the Frank McCourt was a totally a financial issue and him not being solvent enough to field a team a, a marquee team. But the, you know the the league really cares about the DC market, and I've seen this slide. And especially having the 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 stadium proposal is like you know more than 10,000 seats smaller than FedEx field. It's all is, are they just realizing that, you know, this fan base has shrunk forever? You know, they're going to make a lot of money back up and more luxury suites for sure, but it's not, it's not a good look. And, um, and the NFL really, you know, this was a marquee top three market for the NFL for she's pretty much since it started up until, you know, all the way into the nineties until the early two thousands where it started to change. And the NFL wants to get, wants, wants it to get back there. Um, whether that's going to be Dan Snyder doing it or somebody else, we'll see. And that's a very, I will, as an Eagles fan, as much as I hate to say it, I will give Washington fan base credit because when the Kirk Cousins, you like that, when those were like the prime years in the last two decades, yeah. that stadium was rocking with this new stadium yeah. because they're also proposing a shopping district and concourse and, area yeah. and stuff like that. They've already got the, they've bought land supposedly for over a hundred million dollars, 200 acres. Yeah. They have the with, rights to buy it, which is like, weird. Um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of like we've, We've secured the rights to pay hundred million dollars. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. So and I don't I don't and I don't know the outs there on that one. It was kind of it was leaked to the SPN and I don't know I know how it was leaked. Um and I think uh, it was yeah it was it was leaked at at a at a time where things were happening <laughs> yeah as far as the vote yeah so it's kind of which is like you know we're not shocked it's kind of the Friday Friday news dump it happened earlier in the week but it it's. There was, uh, you know, they, they, they do, the, the team wants to show that they are serious about Virginia and building a stadium here, even if where they want to put it is arguably the worst place to put it in the, in the whole region. Why is it the worst place to put it in? I'm just not familiar with the state. Oh, uh, the 95 is like probably the, one of the top five worst freeways in, the, in America. The, it, there's there, there's traffic there at three in the morning on like on a Tuesday. It's yeah. like, it's, and um, it's only like distance wise, like 25 miles, 20 to 25 miles from DC. But it's along the just the most congested, you know, and they're they're talking up uh, train transportation and stuff. But people want to tailgate. That's like, you know, you can, you know, actually can go to and tailgate with your friends on a train. But if you want to drive there and people, most people want to drive, it's going to be a mess. And it's it putting it there. And the other there, there's two locations in Prince William County. Both will be pretty awful traffic wise. And there was one here in my county, Loudoun County, which won't be much better, but the metro's closer. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's everybody, you know, the, but the team has told me that they have not ruled out, um, you know, RFK as a possibility and they're not in any hurry. They can, they can extend, they have a, like at least four more, three or four more seasons at FedEx and they can extend that since they own it. Um, so yeah, they can go to year to year, um, there, but they do want within, I was told by within, within the next year, they need to figure it out and break ground somewhere. And is the are the naming rights to FedEx Field up soon? I felt like I read that somewhere. I could be totally. Yeah, I think that's when I think it's 2024. I think 2023. Yeah, 2024, 2025. Yeah. So basically, when 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 the lease ends at FedEx is basically when the when uh, the FedEx naming rights are up, and that's a big issue too. The the uh, legislators uh, here in Virginia are worried, and and they and some of them have proposed language into the the, the final bill, which we still haven't seen. Uh, that 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 would shield the the uh, state um, from if because of all of all, all the um, if if they can't get a major naming rights sponsor and we see how much is being paid out there a lot from crypto um, um, 
companies, they're afraid all the drama around it's going to it's going to lead to a less money for the naming rights, and they want that they want protection and to the Snyder to pay up to make up for it. So when is the voting for the ne- when is the next step for the stadium, the new stadium proposal? Oh, it's still we they still have to release it. So you, they 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 have to release the final bill to, bill to the legislators within forty eight hours, uh, okay. twenty four to forty eight hours before before a vote. And there's some special sessions coming up. Um, now that they got the budget passed, uh, they could deal with some other bills. And there's more than a dozen other bills, including this one that we still haven't seen. Um, you know, it's a lot of different subjects and it's not just uh, sports. But uh, <laughs> yes. so the, so uh, and we, we really don't know when or if that's going to come up. You know, there's still a chance they may withdraw it. I don't think it's I, th- I think if they read the writing on the wall, they're not going to go up another today. Uh, Jack Del Rio's uh, uh, statements actually made one state delegate say, I'm not voting for it now that this sealed it. I'm really not going to be going for it. And it's, you've seen more and more state delegates and state senators stepping forward and say, yeah, I'm not now. There's too much smoke and it's just too much controversy, you know, at this time to support it. And, you know, that's why we've seen the billion dollars that they're supposed to get towards the $3 billion stadium initially January this year was supposed to be a billion dollars. It went down to 300 million within a few weeks. And we don't even know what the final sum will be. It could be zero. And it could just be a stadium authority with, yeah, that that's, there to you know basically find find a place for it and have working with local governments to get it done but it may not be any uh taxpayer taxpayer money back um for this project all right so last segment on the show we do a little rapid fire segment called off the dome 35 seconds rapid fire questions sound good to you sounds good all right and here we go greatest dodger of all time ah jesus i'll go jackie robinson who wins the 2022 Stanley Cup? Man, uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'll go with the abs. They'll, they'll be rested. Uh, Chase Young for Defense Player of the Year this year? Uh, quite possibly. I mean, that would uh, – you know, that would be – that would be uh, – it, 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 it all depends. It, if, if, if the team's a winning team and they're trying to build that up, if they're, if they're a competitive team and make a playoff run for sure. Uh, chest or back day guy? Uh, I do both the same day. So oh. uh, push and pull same day. So yeah, so it's both. Um, last thing, favorite meal, favorite. Oh, wow. Favorite meal. Favorite meal. Ah, oh, uh, probably Mexican food, uh, torta. It's, it's hard to find tortas out here in, in the East coast, but in California much easier. Last question. What's your favorite, uh, coast East or West coast? Oh, West. Yeah. Yeah. All West. So yeah. Yeah. All day. I mean, the weather is so much better. It's nice out here now. I'm not going to complain, but it's usually the humidity will kick up and yeah, I'll be, wish I'll be back in Southern California living on the beach. Minute one second. Pretty good. That's actually pretty good. I had one, one person went over like five, 10 minutes. I was like, okay, this is not rapid fire anymore. Uh, Thank you so much, AJ. I'll let you get going. Thank you for hopping on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. See ya.